You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's say hello to a good friend of the program, Mickey Spagnola. DallasCowboys.com. Check out Talking Cowboys weekdays on the Cowboys team channel here on TuneIn. Mickey, the Eagles probably are the most complete team in all of football, so credit to them for how they played on Sunday. But from the Cowboy point of view, what was the most disheartening aspect of what happened on Sunday night? Well, I'll tell you, the the most disheartening thing was, and I kind of had to remind myself this uh, when I sat down to write after the game, that they were winning 9-7 at halftime. And then the roof caved in, right? Uh, And and so from a a disheartening standpoint, it's like you played a pretty good half of football. You shut out uh, the second highest scoring team uh, in the league after their first possession for the rest of that half. And then you give up the defense anyway, 23 straight points. Uh, I thought that was the part that uh, uh, was disheartening. And then the fact that they just couldn't get, they still can't get their offense going. Um, You know, this was a team that played six consecutive games, scoring at least 28 points. Uh, And then they lose Ezekiel Elliott to the suspension. Uh, No Tyron Smith uh, out there. And all of a sudden, they, now they, they score one touchdown in, in the next two games. And certainly that's got to be corrected uh, by Thursday, uh, playing a Chargers team. Uh, they put up 54 points uh, on Sunday. Uh, the Cowboys got to get their offense back in gear uh, if they expect to uh, survive uh, these last six games and keep themselves in at least a wild-card playoff hunt. Mickey, you mentioned the offense needing to get back in the gear. Of course, the suspension of Ezekiel Elliott is, is one of the bigger losses on this entire football team. Uh, but when you think about the backfield, you have Alfred Morris and Darren McFadden was uh, inactive last week, and he seems a little frustrated about that. What's going on considering that they're more concerned about special teams and also adding Rod Smith to the backfield as opposed to Darren McFadden? What's going on there with that case? Yeah, I, and, and, and I, I'm, I'm surprised uh, because I think <clears> – I bet I – told you guys my 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 kind of theory on that whole deal that uh when darren mcfadden was inactive uh that uh, they basically were thinking okay if zeke gets suspended we want to make sure mcfadden's healthy fresh and ready to go well i guess i couldn't have been more wrong because they've decided that uh alfred morris and uh and and rod smith are the guys that they were going to lean on uh in in the running game and, you know, they ran the ball okay, uh, but, man, when you don't have that threat, and, and you know this, Cordell, if, you, if, if your running back doesn't threaten the back end of a defense, those yards that you gain are kind of hollow because they're sitting there going, okay, yeah, fine, you have five, you have ten, but you're mm-hmm. not going to hit me for a 40-yard touchdown run. Uh, and that's why I, I was a little surprised that, you know, I, I thought McFadden at least had some speed, uh, some breakaway speed, especially to the outside to uh, cause some problems for uh, the defense. But uh, for whatever reason, uh, the coaching staffs decided that it's Morris and Rod Smith. And uh, this past week with McFadden, yeah, uh, I guess they decided because of some of the other injuries, they needed more guys up. Uh, in the secondary and had him inactive. And I'm sure that did shock him because I was somewhat surprised too. Chatting with Mickey Spagnola. Check out his great work, DallasCowboys.com and the Cowboys team channel here on TuneIn. 
Mickey Tyron Smith getting healthier, very good news. But against the Chargers, you got to be mindful of both sides of the defense with Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa. How do you see that matchup up front on Thanksgiving? Yeah, that should be a good one to keep an eye on. If if people are watching the game, and I know what happens when you watch on TV, you basically follow the football. But I would keep an eye on those two pass rushers that have combined for, uh, I think I added it up, 19 sacks uh, between the two of them. Uh, and then uh, you got to keep an eye on Lael Collins on the right side, and it does look like Tyron Smith uh, is ready to go. Now, they had a light practice today, uh, but he was out there working uh, with the first team uh, offense. And even though it wasn't a physical practice, they certainly wouldn't have wasted those reps on him if they weren't planning on him playing. So, uh, you know, there's not been many times that they've had to give uh, Tyron Smith help uh, on the left side. Uh, so you hope, uh, I'm sure their hope is that uh, he's healthy enough to be able to handle it by himself. And if they have to help out, uh, they can give Lale Collins some help on the other side. So, uh, you know, and I think one of the problems they ran into offensively this past week, uh, past Sunday, uh, was they were so conscious of making sure they protected Dak or trying to, that they were keeping guys in to help out. And consequently, you have uh, fewer people out in the, in the pass patterns and you have fewer options. And they still didn't protect Dak well enough. You know, he gets sacked four times. You add that to the eight from the week before, that's 12 sacks in two games when they had only given up 10 sacks in the first eight games. And it wasn't just the sacks. He got hit another six times. So you add that to the 10 from Atlanta, that's 16 times your quarterback got hit, plus the sacks. Uh, and, and people wonder, well, he had a bad game. Well, yeah, he had a bad game. You didn't have the time of day in the pocket to be able to throw the ball. Uh, they weren't protecting him, and a lot of times he was having to rush throws or he's trying to throw over pressure and really not seeing very well. So uh, that's something that's got to improve. They've got to protect him a heck of a lot better than they have in these past two games. And you would hope that uh, the addition of Tyron Smith, providing he's close to 100%, uh, will help that protection. And speaking of protection, uh, there's also another side that protects the center of the football field and also the running game when it comes to backs getting to the second level. You have Sean Lee and Anthony Hitchens. Give me their injury issues, and, and will they be able to do one of them either uh, either of them be able to do anything this upcoming Thursday? They, they must be pretty confident that Hitchens will be back out there because, uh, like I said on Tyron Smith, uh, when they were going through their kind of workout today, the little bit we got to see, the media got to see, um, Hitchens was taking the reps uh, at middle linebacker uh, with the first-team defense. Uh, now they've got to have – uh, and but at the weak side, and Durant was in the middle. So that's kind of the way they started the game. Hitchens suffered a little bit of a strained groin uh, in the fourth quarter and didn't finish the game. Uh, they did do an MRI, but it seems like he, he cleared that. So it looks like they're planning on him playing. So that's a good thing. Sean Lee, uh, I, I, I never when he missed Sunday, I said there's no way he gets back for Thanksgiving, and it looks like that's the way it's going to be. Uh, so they've got to hope that he can get back in time for uh, the Washington game. So, again, uh, they miss him. They haven't won a game this year without him on the field, uh, and they really only lost one game uh, when he was out there. So, you know, 5-1 and one with him, 0-4 oh without him. 
And, uh, you know, it's it's not a, an excuse for getting beat like that. But, you know, when you see the numbers and the facts, it, it's certainly a reason uh, for struggling, especially against the run, especially, as I said, in the second half uh, of that game when you give up 180 yards rushing in one half. Finally, Mickey, tough to call any game in November effectively must win. But when you do the playoff arithmetic, how critical is Thanksgiving's game for the Cowboys? Thanksgiving's critical. Next Thursday's critical. And the next four games uh, on Sunday are critical at this point. I mean, the way I can see it, you know, and, and, and to be reasonable, they might be able to lose one more game uh, and, and qualify as a wild card team, uh, but I wouldn't even count on that. So it's almost like their playoffs uh, have begun. They've put themselves in a five and five hole, uh, and you've got to start winning. Uh, and I think Jason Garrett sort of explained that to the team uh, after the game. He said, okay, we're five and five. We've got six games left. We can go 11 and five. We can go five and 11, or we can go somewhere in between, and that's up to us. Uh, so, yeah, uh, you got to start winning. And if you can just win that one, then maybe that revives your confidence that, hey, we can win a game without Ezekiel Elliott uh, on the field. But so far, uh, they're 0 and 2. Mickey, great information as always. I know you've been covering this Thanksgiving Day game for many years, so you're used to working on a holiday, but hope you and your family enjoy some time together during the holiday weekend. I appreciate that. We'll we'll just move Thanksgiving to Saturday, right? It's just a day <laughs> Call or an two audible. later. Thank you, Mickey. We'll chat with you next week. See you, guys. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.